Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. Come from Irish immigrants, black slaves, immigrants from Asia. It's time to talk money. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. The Financial Guys Radio Show. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Here are the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys radio show here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza in with Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas today. The three of us in a three-man booth looking forward to this. Letting you guys go crazy on a couple topics. I, I do want to say we're, we're teased. We're going to talk about Bidenomics first, but we're going to also talk about AI technology. Illegal migrants now in Buffalo, Amherst, New York. Uh, great story on that. And anybody but Trump movement is going full force. Everybody, including our favorites, Adam Kinzinger, Eric Swalwell, Paul Ryan, you name it, on the anyone but Trump train. Yeah, what do they have on Paul Ryan, by the way? What, what I, think, I, th- I was thinking about that this morning, actually. Yeah. I think he's more, uh, he's like a little Boy Scout, right? So I think it's more bribery versus uh, blackmail for him. You know, oh. we got that game. We got game show music. Bribery <laughs> versus blackmail. Which is it? I think for Paul Ryan, I think it's bribery, actually, because he left after just a few terms in the Senate of the uh, Congress and uh, walked away with over $10 million net worth and bought yeah. a nice mansion and uh, built a 10 foot wall around his house. There so, you go. Yeah. As long as it's gated. You know yeah, what I mean? That's gated. what I worry Sorry. about. I worry about their protections. So yep. I worry about their safety. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Obamas. They got that nice gated house yeah. in, in well, they uh, Chicago. They closed the whole street. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. This, that's uh, Washington, the whole I, street was closed. They couldn't right. even get down the street to take a yeah, picture of the house, that's right. remember? They, they, that's right. They <laughs> gated the street. I forgot about yeah, they that. They put the yeah. barriers, right? The concrete barriers mm-hmm. right at the end of the street. That was great. Yeah, yeah. And armed with armed guards. That's right. That's good. Exactly. So yeah, I always worry about their safety and their protection. And, and it's good to know that they've got bigger guns than we do. So Walls do work, guys. Walls do work, apparently, around the house. Well, only in certain situations. That's right. That's right. So I'm going to give you a definition real quick of what Bidenomics is, and we're going to get back to some some people. Glenn, we're going to play that game show later on because that is a good game show, and I have a couple people we can put on there. But this is Bidenomics for you. It's about growing the economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. And here's the actual definition of Bidenomics. It's an economic vision where we make smart investments in America, educate and empower American workers, and promote competition to lower costs and help small businesses. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? I, like, What specifically are they doing? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, If you're going to say, okay, here's our plan. What specifically are you doing? He, like he's right about the competition part. Unfortunately, their agenda is to increase taxes, increase right. regulations, and make that less competitive. Right. I will say though, the biggest asset is that most of his agenda has not gone through. Right. Guys yeah. like Joe Manchin have stopped it. So when you look Thank at goodness. tax policy, is basically the same. Uh, regulations, at, at least any massive regulations. I I continue to say there's one thing that if we could, you know, if I could say, okay, you get an F minus, and that's our open border, right? But mm-hmm. as I'm sitting down with clients, I, I can't say, all right, that open border today is going to hurt Walmart's earnings. We know what that open border could do 
five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, right? And that's this increase in fentanyl. We've seen what it's done to cities like Philadelphia. I mean, you name a city, right? I mean, the mm-hmm. drugs have basically crushed it. And now we have an open border saying, come on in, come on but, in, come on in. But for the economic side of it, there's been nothing but spending. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're driving inflation. There's nothing that, and look, when and you, you've used this analogy a lot, Mike. You know, when, you, when you've got a million dollar net worth, like many of our clients do plus, right? And, you know, inflation goes up by whatever, and milk and cookies are more. Yeah. But, you know, your, your portfolio goes up by even 5%. You make an extra $50,000. You, yeah. you can support that, right? Yeah, your, it's not fixed, gonna, your fixed expenses right? are only going to go yeah. up so much. You're right? not making a decision between, man, do I eat today or pay my mortgage? That's right. But guess who has to make that decision? Yeah. The poor and the middle class, That's right? right. The, gap gets, so, the gap gets wider. So if you want to talk about, you know, Bidenomics, and this is supposedly we're going to target and help and grow the middle class out, you can't grow the middle class out by having wild inflation and you're and and what's causing wild inflation is the over government spending right ronald reagan put it best when he said we have inflation not because the people are living too well but because the government is living too well whether they're throwing money towards ukraine or throwing money out the window they're throwing money into the fire into the economy and it's juicing inflation and keeping it high that the fed's trying to solve on the other side right i've said this for a while when in the analogy when it comes to the house right the economy is the house inflation is fire and inflation erodes that economy, right? It erodes the house. It's burning it down. On the one side, you got the Fed, which is the fire department, you know, raising interest rates, trying to pour water on the house to, to quelch the, the fire so the so the house can be okay. But on the other side, behind the house, is our politicians on both sides of the aisle, by the way. This is not just a Democrat no, problem. Right. No they're, doubt. They're shoving, they're throwing logs into the fire. No doubt. Just, I mean, right? the, the inflation and look at, I've said this a million times, if it's Donald Trump and he's the candidate, I'm going to support him because I think, you know, he's going to be... T- tough on border security, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that's a huge priority. But this inflation is mainly Trump's fault. It started it, it's, for her, it, sure. It is a, I mean, the, the, the PPP money that mm-hmm. went out there, uh, mm-hmm. the amount of money that, that the Fed threw in, I mean, this was all under the Trump regime. It started there. This, it started there. I mean, Biden took the mantle and ran with it even faster, right? I mean, Trump passed like $3 trillion in additional spending, but Biden has now passed like $5 trillion additional spending. So, you know, Biden is, you know, hold my beer, right? Right. The problem is, is that the Democrat Party is nothing but empty, hollow slogans and buzzwords, right? We're going to build out the middle class. But but how? What specifically are your proposals? You know, when it comes to the right, and it came to Reaganomics or supply-side economics or whatever you want to call it, they, they label the trickle-down. There's no such thing, right? Supply-side economics, there's a theory behind it, right? There was a plan behind it. Here's the plan, as was put forth by Ronald Reagan with supply-side economics. We're going to lower regulations. We're going to lower taxes. We're going to incentivize suppliers to produce by unshackling them. We believe that by allowing and targeting suppliers, meaning people that own factories, by allowing them to produce, they will. That will cause inflation to go down, right? And and and, and things will be okay in the economy. And guess what happened? It worked. Yeah. He, he did exactly that. And the Dow went from 1,000 to 10,000, right? Mm-hmm. We got we, we had 6, 7, 8% growth growth rates throughout the 80s because of supply-side economics. It was a specific theory. There was specific policies behind it. 
and it worked, yeah. right? What is the policy behind Bidenomics? What is it? Yeah, the, is it green energy? Is it windmills? Yeah, what are well, we talking about? That here? is their policy, which is to try to shift as much as possible from the private sector to the public sector. And as we know, that's always been a miserable mm -hmm. failure, a total failure. Well, Joe claims, and he says, my administration has created, well, his Twitter intern says, I should say, my administration <laughs> has created more jobs in two years than any previous administration has created in their first four. It's no accident. It means our economic plan is working, and this is only the beginning. Yeah, he's what well, he's the, doing. It's it's the recovery from COVID. Yeah, right. right. I mean, that's what he's right. saying. Right. So, right. And, and what's your point, Mike? He has not been able to get much of his agenda through, right. which is why it is rebounding and it is recovering. So it's the, it's the opposite of what he thinks. It's because he's been ineffective is the reason why jobs have recovered. If they pushed more of their agenda through, it would have been a slower recovery, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. His minions, too, are on Twitter. This is Harry Sisson, who's a Gen Zer. 13 million new jobs, inflation down, unemployment down, wages rising, 800,000 new manufacturing jobs, and more. So I want to break these down. Maybe we can jump into the next segment breaking these down. But I want to talk about the inflation down because it's down from when he you know, got it up to whatever it was, 8.5%. Yeah. Yeah, well, and again, it's not him. Right, I, right, let right. me say this. Again, I'm a Trump supporter of Trump's right. yep. a guy. Most of this problem is Donald Trump and the Republicans. They were the ones that pumped in trillions mm -hmm. of dollars into the economy. Joe Biden is doing nothing to help it, right? Yep. I mean, restricting the supply of oil. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could very easily be back to a buck fifty a gallon or something like that, which would be a huge mm -hmm. help in, in going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But you can't say, oh, this is Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. It's not. It's, it's as Glenn pointed out before, it's the Republicans and the Democrats that just continue to spend money. They did it again. The Republicans, party. The Republicans are in charge of the checkbook. They just pressed. <laughs> it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With Democrats. I think yeah. more Democrats voted for the Republicans. Yes. I mean, yes. That's pathetic. I, you see, you can't say it's a Joe Biden thing. I mean, I, I can I can blame him for not helping the economy. I can blame him for saying we're at $3 a gallon or whatever, three fifty because of him. But the fact of the matter is inflation is here because of the Republican Party and the Democrats yeah, but, together. But the Inflation Reduction Act didn't help. Didn't that's help for sure. I mean, that no. was a giant, you know, Again, a shovel of coal into the fire. Absolutely. Anyway. No, there's no doubt about that. Anytime you're pumping in more government money, you're saying, all right, the problem is inflation. Because of more money, let's put more money in it. Right. <laughs> We're going to go to a quick break. I do want to come back and talk about a few more of those things in that tweet because I think there's a couple things there that you guys can break down being financial planners of the, the wages rising. I, I guess I'm not really seeing that um, in certain places. I know they're trying to pass certain things like $20 an hour. but Well, wages have well, risen. Yeah, they, wages are rising. Right. But I guess where I'm going yeah. with that is is at the end of the day, wages are rising, but so are the costs of everything. So does that really help? I use well, you're talking about example. real wages when yeah. you compare to inflation, but right. it, the wages are what's costing causing a lot of inflation. We'll talk about that in the other side yep. of the break. If you need us throughout the week, 833 Fin Guys. Don't forget about our podcast, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, all on financialguysmedia.com and our morning show, 815 every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all financialguysmedia.com. We will be right back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. Financial Guys radio show here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle in studio today. Glenn, I want to go back to, to Bidenomics and what's actually going on here. So we hear the 13 million new jobs. We talked about that. Inflation down. 
and I guess it technically would be down from where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, unemployment down. Can we break down that a little bit? Because well, I think these numbers sometimes are a little bit skewed. Let's talk inflation first. Inflation yeah. was less than 2% when President Trump left office. Okay, yeah. now, to Mike's point, it was rising. It was the spending was already in place, right? The three whatever, trillion dollars from PPP to CARES Act, one, two, three, and four, whatever it was, was already out there, right? So yeah. it, was, it just wasn't in the economy yet. Right. So to be fair, that was coming. Part of that was coming. But what Joe did was a couple of things right off the bat. He stopped the construction of the Keystone Pipeline, and he restricted drilling on federal lands. And those two things took gas prices from $2 to $5 or $4 pretty quick. It took prices at the at the barrel to from 30 bucks a barrel to 95 dollars a barrel over the next 6 months. That was the beginning of of really that bleeding into the inflation and really starting to get things rolling unfortunately. But, you know, what's really continued it to, you know pushed it and, con- and has it continued is the is the money that we shoved into people's pockets for not working. And and we're still doing this in mm-hmm. some cases. There, the problem is they pass so much so fast. There's still a lot there that's coming in, like all these tax credits, all these different things. There's still more of that being pushed into the economy. So that is the politicians behind the House, as I mentioned uh, in the first segment, you know, throwing those proverbial logs that they're not. The logs are already on the conveyor belt going into the fire. It's not even like they're throwing them anymore. They're just they just got to watch them go in, unfortunately. Yeah. But all that money is passed. What they should do is say, which they will never do, but they should come out and say, look, it, we earmarked all this money for this, you know, COVID recovery. And good news, we don't need it. The economy has come back. People want to go back to work. COVID's gone. Great. So let's take that money back and maybe put it back into the Treasury. Or No, no but, you know, back. You never get money back. You know, <laughs> never. It's like New York, right? There's In Florida, believe it or not, they actually do lower taxes yeah. at times. Not right. in places like Washington or New York. You will never see a nickel. They will never come out, unless it's a Trump or somebody like that that says we have to have tax reform. They're never giving you your money money back. I'm not even sure the Republicans want to give you your money back at this point. So. They, they put business owners, number one, in a very tough spot, right? Here's what happens is you're a mask-making company, and you've got your partner across the street is a mask-making company. A partner across the street takes the $3 million in PPP money, and you don't. The partner across the street lowers the prices by 20%, right. and people buy their mask instead of yours. They do this to real estate developers all the time. Like, the minute they take these tax credits or money, like, oh, CCC? See, that person likes Socialism, yeah, but if yeah. you didn't do that, your rents would have been double as high. Right. When it comes to the actual economy itself, right, and this is not change. This is not a Joe Biden thing. We look at unemployment rates, but we don't look at welfare rates. And when you look at places, I've been Mark Polencar's locally talks about this all the time. We've got the lowest unemployment rates we've had, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you have a record amount of people on welfare, mm-hmm. which are not being counted. We have uh, millions and millions, 21% of the state of, of New York is on welfare. Right, so I don't care what the unemployment rate is. Right. So you, you need to look at but, right, these people are on welfare. To, as you're driving around in your car, two out of every right. ten people, the cars you see, they're collecting food stamps and mm-hmm. welfare. They're not working. Buffalo is the fourth uh, uh, um, 
a po- a highest poverty level of children in the country. Yeah. So think about that. Isn't so Rochester you, in the top 10? Top, number three. Yeah. yeah. Rochester's yeah. number three. Yeah. Buffalo's number four, though. So, yeah. so you're out there touting low employment, you know, low unemployment. That's great in some cases. But, you, but you, you know, you've got to look at the whole picture. And the whole picture of Buffalo is not good. I mean, no. you look at, I mean, fourth highest child poverty rate in the country, folks. Okay. Democrat policies, I think we can honestly say, are not working. I mean, when can we look at this stuff honestly and, and look at cause and effect? This is what the problem we have in this country now is that literally Obama is out there now saying we need to have a ministry of truth. They want this. They, <laughs> they want to shut down debate yeah. wherever they can. People are lobbying now to shut down any sort of debate about vaccines mm. now online. They want to they completely remove Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You know why? Because they don't have the facts on their side. They're unwilling, unable, or afraid to 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 have a, a one-on-one or a group debate with with somebody like uh, uh, that has a, a whole bunch of facts on their side, so they want to stifle that debate, you know. And they and they do, and they use terms like you know all everybody agrees and the consensus is and yeah. and, and if you're a you're a lunatic or a heretic or an extremist or a denier. They love being deniers, right? Um, it's just it's preposterous. They refuse. They cannot win in the arena of ideas, as Rush Limbaugh used to you know uh, uh, say all the time. The, the, they can't. They have no, they've, they're devoid of intellectual content when it comes to the, the the facts on their side. The good news is is the there is some positive. The conservatives are winning online, right? You're starting to get mm-hmm. Twitter. You're starting yeah. to see some of this stuff turn over. People are stop. They stopped watching the news. Mm-hmm. You know, years Clearly. ago, the only way you got your news was you'd come home and you'd watch two four seven. Those days are done. So you know, there is some positive that that's you know, it's mm-hmm. almost like water. It's starting to figure out. Okay, wait a minute. This media network is corrupt. We're not going to watch it anymore. The ratings are going to you know what. I, I accidentally turned on maybe MSNBC as I'm going through the other day. They're still talking about the insurrection. I'm like thinking to myself, wait a minute, you've got a standing president that we think we, we, there's a very high probability that, that he took a bribe from another country, mm-hmm. and you're talking about January 6th still. <laughs> they, they were also, but that's their narrative. That's what they want to push. They right? were also very on board with the uh, the coup in Russia and the insurrection there. They loved that, yeah. which is shocking. Well, I mean, let's not forget, though, they, 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 uh, they have selective memory. We yeah. had a we had a, uh, a riot outside the White House where dozens of more Secret Service officers were injured during those riots than ever a Capitol Police officer was injured. That's right. Okay, it's so it was so frightening that they moved the president to the to the to the lower bunker in the White House and were discussing at what point do they start shooting to kill? Okay, that's right. that that happened. That was real. Okay, that was there. D.C. was on fire. That's right. As was Baltimore. Yeah. As was Ferguson. Seattle. As was Minneapolis. <laughs> Portland, as was Seattle, as was City, Portland, yeah. as was you name it, right? New all over the country. New York City didn't burn. They just smashed all the windows. Right, yeah. <laughs> that so was the only place not on fire because there's nothing left to burn. That's right. Don't So don't tell me. But but this is what they want, right? They want, you know, they want these. And, and, and the amazing thing is that they'll do whatever they can now to do whatever they can to set up the right, to set up this narrative that if you disagree with your government, yeah. you are questioning democracy. Yeah. If you are. And, and they're, they're, they're so... Um, they're so in the tank for this stuff that they are falsifying things, mm-hmm. right? Well, they, Governor Yunkin, I talked about this on the podcast this week. They were standing up. He staged the photo with Confederate flags, right? Who staged the photo? Well, Democrats staged the photo, right? They lie. Uh, they, the Patriot Front was attacked by a bunch of MAGA people this That's week. Right. They rip masks off of these clowns. Everybody knows they're feds, yeah. except for the media. The media's like, oh, the Patriot Front, right-winger yeah. group, well, or, marching down the streets. Oh, or, turns out they're Antifa. Oh, and, and feds. Yeah, Who knew? 
The story dies. I knew. The story dies. The story dies. The story dies. Gone. It's gone. Right from that point, done. Shut gone. that off. Shut that off. <laughs> right. One guy was Antifa from from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. One kid's a poli sci student from California. Right. Right. These are the these are the people that are supposed to be. These are mega people. Yeah. No, they're not mega no. people. You can they're, tell they were mega, not mega people. The minute f- they walked off with masks. You know. You know. It's government sponsored. Because when they were all in handcuffs, right, with their masks on, let me tell you, when the police officers put handcuffs on you, you don't, you're not allowed to keep your mask on. No. You're, not, you're not allowed to keep your identity secret. Yeah, no, right. So they got them all lined up as night needs yeah. How about this? How about when they're marching through New York City and they go down the subway steps and the last guy turns and signals to the New York police officer, we're all clear down here. Go ahead and let people go. Right? right. What kind of coordination is this that right. these right-winger MAGA people have, right? Yeah. Who's funding Every- them? By the way, every right wing, every quote right wing uh, protest we've ever been to, everybody's been polite, nice, except for the Antifas that show up. Yeah, they look like us. They're middle aged white guys, typically, and girls, and and, and color people, and all all, all colors, and everything, right? You know, men, women, black, white. We're all, you know, we're all patriots. We're all there, but most of us are government. We want our freedoms. We want our our, our the ability to protect our families. Glenn, we talked about this on Wednesday's morning show um, when, when Adam Kinzinger on CNN. Um, ended up admitting that these were feds. Like, right. how could you that attack? How could you attack a federal agent? Like, right. oops, uh, oh, we oh, should have oh, known. Oh, oh. Yeah, wait, he, wait he left the cat out of the bag there. Clearly, so he's on the no. He's on the in because he's one of the ones that they're manipulating. You know. So anyway, so I do want to talk through to. Um, Real quickly, so let's go back to the, the job creation too. It's they're creating all these jobs, they say, yet we don't have, we can't hire people. It's very interesting. How, how are we doing all the time? We're gonna. I think we're about break. up against the clock, actually. All right, let's take a quick we went, break. Uh, we'll take a quick break, right? Yeah, we can take a quick break. We'll be right back on the Financial Guys Media Network. Happy Saturday, Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle in studio. Just had a fun conversation on Bidenomics and how that's all going. I'm sure we'll see a lot more over the next two years on Bidenomics. That is his new buzzword key term that he's using all over his Twitter account this week. Mm. Um, Let's now go to the former president because everybody in the media and everybody that's on the uh, on the right that that says they're on the right but we're not sure they are like you know Liz Cheney Chris Christie running his whole platform to run for president is Trump's the worst we need to get him out of here has no actual policy <laughs> Chris well these guys they, just so we know these guys run so they so they be, so they're still in the news right, right I mean right. He, he doesn't have a chance right uh, I mean Pence doesn't have a chance like what you, you got to ask yourself okay. Why would you do that? Well, you do that so hopefully you get hired at the Coca-Cola board meeting or, yeah, no, you know, you yeah. get hired as a motivational speaker. I, Ooh, mean, I don't know about you, that. You still, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're still relevant. That's all, come on, right? Like, why would you do that? Right? Christy, give it up. I mean, look, at you had your run. You did a great job in New Jersey. Stop. It's over. It's over. I think I think he's the foil, right? He's being pushed by the deep state to say, yeah. go in the race, Christy. We'll get you some money. Just, just go after Trump. That's your job. Your job is to go after Trump. 
Trump. That's that's what half their jobs are. It's just yeah. you know they're being told to go after Trump. It's just it's pathetic. I mean, I hate to say it, but it is Trump has broken people's brains. I don't know how else to put it. Um, listen to Paul Ryan here. Yeah. Let me just play a little clip of Paul Ryan here. Okay, this is that's a good, Fox. That's, that's why I said thing. it. Yeah, that's a good thing. By the way, the Republican Party for anybody not. Sorry about that. The Republican Party needed a good dismantling. That's yeah, it, it, it really does. Here, this is Paul Ryan, though. Listen how how. I mean, this is not bright at all. But Trump and who the president, who the Republican should run. Yeah, so I, I don't have that job anymore. So I'm very clear with. Look, it's a disaster if we nominate Trump. You know, I think that I've been saying a this disaster. for a long time. But Liz is right, which is he could win. I think we lose with him. Well, that would be a disaster. We're much more likely to lose. We haven't won anything with him since he first won in 16. We lost the House in 18, the presidency in 20, the, the Senate in 20, and we could have. How is that his fault, by the way? Right. How is that his fault, <laughs> right. Paul? Maybe it's like, Republican Maybe Rona McDon- McDaniel. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe look at the head of the of the RNC. Maybe. Right. He look at he doesn't. He's a former president. He doesn't. He didn't put out the the policy for uh, you know for the for the midterm election. He was nowhere near the midterms. Look at here's the deal. When when Paul Ryan, this is how ignorant this is. When Paul Ryan says it's it's stupid comment like, I, I'm for anything but Trump. I think he could win. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you idiot! Right, you're last I checked, you're still part of the Republican Party, That's Paul. Right. That's right. right? It's, so you, look at, so it, you'd rather have the big government left that has right. open borders right. and wants to defund right. the police? That, that's right. the alternative. I mean, how much an ignorant statement? Oh if, if, if your position is, look, at I don't want Trump nominated but, because I don't think Trump can win the general election, and I think it's dangerous to put up Trump in the, in the general election yeah. versus a Biden and, and, or whatever. But when you start that's using, a fair statement, but, you but know when you start using stupid. words like dangerous, Come dangerous, on. Right. the world was safer no, 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 under Trump. Dangerous, under dangerous meaning that what we could lose. Yeah, I, mean, right. I guess it'd be dangerous. Yeah, but yeah. Dangerous. Look at. Let's talk about Trump's accomplishments yeah. for a second. Da- okay. Dangerous is a wide open border where right. terrorists could be walking through. Let's That's see. dangerous. And, and let's our, go back a little bit. Yeah. Let's just go back. Let's just take a stroll through history for just one second, shall we? Um, let's go back to, to Ronald Reagan. Right. Ronald Reagan got involved in a lot of conflicts with Nicaragua. You had the mm-hmm. you know had the uh, Iran Contra affair. Yeah. You know, all these things. Right. Uh, Bush Sr. was former CIA, right? God only knows what he did. Well, he got us into Iraq, number one, so that was Bush Sr., right? Should have finished the job, didn't, pulls out, right? What does the next president do? Clinton, well, he, you know, screws things up in Somalia quite a bit, right? Uh, you know, we lost a bunch of people over there. We've had pe- things blow up all over, the, all over the, you know, embassies blow up. We had a U.S. naval ship blow up. He got us into conflicts in places like Kosovo, right? All over the place, we're in conflicts. Okay, then we get, then we get Bush. We all know what Bush II did, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I Iraq, Afghanistan, right? Apparently, they had a secret plan to go after seven different nations. I, I, we, no, nobody knew, right? So the nation-building policy was real. It wasn't just about toppling a couple of regimes that were a threat to us. That's what they did, right? Then we fast forward to Obama. We all know what Obama did. He dithered and hung out while ISIS slaughtered and raped and mutilated and killed uh, uh, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people year after year after year, right? And he did nothing about it, right? What else happened on Obama. Oh, yeah, Ukraine lost Crimea and Russia walked into Ukraine. That all happened under Obama. Then comes in Trump. What happens under Trump? Where did Trump go to put troops on the ground? Nowhere. Nowhere. No new, no new wars under Trump. Yeah. Did did uh, did uh, Putin, his buddy, did he invade Ukraine and take more of Ukraine? Nope. Did Trump give more of Ukraine? Because which is the new narrative, by the he, way. We th- can't have Trump because he'll give Ukraine to Russia. <laughs> no, he won't. He'll negotiate a peace deal. It'll be over. In, it'll be over. It'll in be over in hours. 24 hours. 24 what did Trump hours. do? Trump got had no new wars. In fact, he yeah. accomplished a Middle East peace deal, the Abraham right. Accords. Pe- Trump also accomplished peace. the USMCA trade deal. Peace through power and. Peace 
Sheep Sheep power. in a sense, right? right? In a good way. He also defeated ISIS in nine months. Right. Nine months it right. took Trump to completely wipe ISIS off the map and, and take the entirety of their territory away from them. Right. They had taken over by the time Trump took office. ISIS had two-thirds of Iraq and was within 100 miles of Baghdad, mm -hmm. right? And they had a third of Syria. Guess what they got now? <laughs> nothing, <Yeah>. nothing, <laughs> right. because Trump wiped them off and they're gone, right? What else did Obama do, or, or Trump do? Well, he passed corporate tax reform. That's right. He also applied maximum pressure to China to, for, for China tariffs. Corp he built miles of new wall. Corp right? Corporate and individual tax decreases, which brought back millions of jobs. When, so, they, when, when they talk about manufacturing jobs coming back, that's not because of Joe Biden's open border no. policy. That's because the corporate tax rate right. is now below 20%. Right. So Thank what's God. the threat? We're sort of competitive. What's the Threat? Mean tweets? Yeah. That's What's right. the threat? You know who's threatened? The deep state's threatened. That's who's threatened. I'll, I'll tell you who's the threatened. FBI's threatened. The that's CIA's right. threatened. Right? Yeah, the, the bureaucracy the threatened. That's Chuck who's Chuck threatened. Schumer's seventy million dollar net worth. That's what's threatened. God, right? Man. The, uh, well, uh, and again, he didn't. He was not aggressive enough. I, I will say this. Well, he could have done more. They could have done more. You know, going after putting these people in jail. Well, you say you them. better do it. Yeah. That's you say that, you better do it. You win again. You go after these people because they need to be. There is no way. Folks, we're in the money management business. You don't make one hundred fifty or two hundred thousand dollars a year and create a seventy million dollar net worth, a two hundred million dollar. You know the funny worth. thing about that is the clowns on Twitter out there going, "How did Ted Cruz get all of his money?" Oh, Ted Cruz. Yeah. Of all the people you can yeah. ask how they got their <laughs> right, money, right. you moron. He's a huge corporate lawyer. Right. How did he get his money? Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I don't know. How did AOC, the bartender, get her money? Yeah, Do you want right. to ask that question, genius <laughs> no. on Twitter? No. no Chucky. No. Chucky Schumer has done nothing, <laughs> nothing except to be a politician right. since he was twenty three years old. Right. Amass seventy million dollars and they couldn't be bothered by it. No, if you if you're willing to push their crap left wing agenda, they don't care. That's they right. do not, not care. Well, Hunter yeah. Biden, look at Hunter Biden would if, if it was any of the three of us, he would be in jail. He would be in jail eighteen times over, and he'd be there for three to five years. So that's talk what about white privilege. I mean, how many black folks are sitting in jail right now on the yeah. exact same gun charges that Hunter Biden just skated on? Yep, everybody, Sick everybody, every one of them. Prosecuted the other Sadly. day, he said ninety nine percent of people that did what Hunter did, and you're not and. You, to, to your point, by the way, we talked about this last week. So they're talking about tax evasion. Okay. They're saying he didn't pay taxes of up to $2 million. That's one of it. That's part of it. The other part of this, how the hell did he make the money? Right. right? That's, that's right. That's even that's the, bigger the bigger part. That's the that's bigger part. That's the bigger part. So one that's part right. is, look, right. at, if I'm the mob and I just forgot to pay $2 million in taxes, right. they prosecute me. I go that's to jail, right. right? If you and I decided, but, you know what, these 1099s, we're just going to shred them. They went after a Trump associate because he wrote off the corporate car. Right, <laughs> right, right. Right. And I think he's going to jail. Two million dollars are saying Hunter Biden forgot to forgot to pay tax on. And then you got to ask yourself: the bigger question is, okay, how does a crack addict? Because if he owed two million dollars, so right. I'll just do the math for these left-wing liberal idiots. If he owed two million dollars, that means he made millions of dollars, right? You don't give it all to the government; you just give half of it to the government, right? Or unless you're Hunter and Biden, you give none of it to the government. But if he's in right. a forty or fifty percent tax rate, that means he made four or five million dollars. Where did that come from? How does a crackhead make money? Oh, could it be the five million dollars he got in bribes? And where's the other five million dollars that now, went to the what, that the went guy. to the big guy? Now, yeah. now, now, Comer is talking about that they have traced tra tracked down close to forty million dollars. Yep. They believe that's, that's where the, that's where the house. Is. But McCarthy thought they're going. Well, if the whistleblower stuff yeah. comes out to be true, yeah. then we may possibly, yeah. after around middle of July, yeah. start yeah. impeachment proceedings. Sean, Sean really right. won't. Uh, if it's Trump, it'll be dangerous. Just dangerous. dangerous. A, a sitting president that that's you know we've got forty million.
million dollars worth of bribes under his under his right, belt. Right. The only thing, the, 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 not one thing did Trump do that was dangerous. What they'll say is, well, he 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 questioned the legitimacy of the election. Yeah, and Hillary's still out there doing the same thing. Right. right? Al Gore, same thing. I should have been president. All right. I mean, it's a joke. Yep. Right. They all did the exact same. They've questioned every election, and they they voted to not certify elections in the past. In 2004, all the Democrats voted to not certify that election. So the only thing they can say about Trump is, well, he caused an insurrection, which, by the way, he didn't. He had the, he's got, that's a really, this is the problem with the media now. It's not just presenting things from a, a, a viewpoint. It's not just being biased. It's flat out lies. It's lies, right? He pulls out in, in, in the interview he does with the town hall meeting, he goes, I have the email, the text yeah. right, <laughs> right here. In his tweet, it is. he it. says, it please great. go home peacefully. Do yeah. not do anything bad at the Capitol or something he, like that. He right unfolds here. it out of his pocket. He pulls it out. Awesome. He goes, right there. You know what? Twitter took it down. Yeah. Twitter took it of down. Of course they did. And everybody um, believes it's a hands up, no shoot, don't shoot moment. Before we crap. end the segment, just wanted to make sure if you need our help, 833 Fin guys, we manage money for a living. If you think like us, don't forget about this guy's uh, department, Home and Auto. We can insure your cars, your uh, your homes, your businesses. If you think like us, great opportunity to use our team as a resource. We can shop over 25 companies to save you money. And when it comes to Medicare, you're turning 65. You got to think of the financial guys. AHIP certified independent uh, agents that can help. Crazy enough, it's almost Medicare season already. I know. So. I know. If you need us about the week, 833 Fin Guys. Again, don't forget about our podcast Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, all on financialguysmedia.com. We will be right back. Welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show. Happy Saturday to everybody out there. I do want to go back to what we were just talking about with Hunter Biden. This is the same week, by the way, um, that we're finding off that they're finding out that he's writing off hookers, by the way. Mm-hmm. And and all these things you guys mentioned, Mike, you brought up being a crack addict and making all this money. There's no such thing as a functioning crackhead, by the he's, way, right? There's no such thing as that. He's writing off. Hookers. I gotta tell you, I'm a little That's envious. A, yeah. I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to know who his accountants he's are. He's a genius. I got. I got to be fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm a. a I got a little so, bit of envy. Writing off hookers. I think yeah. he's. Uh, not, not that I have a lot of hookers right now. Let me. Let me, let me <laughs> Back up and be clear. Yeah, let's, let's get I'm more envious of the aggressiveness <laughs> of his accountants yeah. and saving as much money from the IRS as Over 100000 by the hey, way. It's, it's good to be a Democrat, man. <laughs> it's good to be a Democrat. Is that what it was? Over $100,000. In hookers? Yeah. Hookers. He yeah. paid 100000 as in one year? I mean, that's probably one hour for him. What a and that's what, and that he wrote that off. He wrote that off. And that's legitimately honest. That's what that's what the whistleblower off. said. Did yes. he write any of the crack off, or we don't know that? That's well, great. I said this, Mike. Uh, for that's my bill great. seasons, I'm going to get an extra seat, and I'm going to bring a hooker to every game, and that's yeah. a full write off for me on all three seats. I think so. Perfect. How does Sarah feel about that? Um, I haven't told her that. She might find out now, but I haven't told her that. Yet. I think so. Like, that's not a funny joke. But. Wouldn't drugs fall under medical expenses? You have to be more than two and a half percent of your AGI. I think maybe if it's marijuana, I don't know about crack. I don't know about crack. I don't know about crack. This is know. the same did they, week. Did they give you? Did they prescribe crap to, crack to you now? Like, I don't know. <laughs> if he's writing off hookers, I mean, yeah. why is he? I mean, he's yeah. covered under his health uh, insurance. Uh, it, 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 look, we're laughing, but this is—it's it's unreal. Seriously. The privilege it's, it's that, unbelievable. that the Democrats have. Well, the country we a, can't exist with this two-tier no, justice. You can't. cannot. You, you can't, have to have law and order. You're, you can't be out there prosecuting sixty-five-year-old, you know, grandmothers with cancer that, because they took a stroll from to the to the Capitol when the, when a, when so, when an officer held the door open for them. Well, at the same 
same time letting Hunter Biden just skate. He's on video holding, waving around guns. The latest, by the way, the, uh, I saw a couple of images which were just on Twitter. I'm not looking for these images. I don't want to go to the website uh, that there's up that, that has a lot of these images. But guess what? I, I There was an image of, of Hunter Biden with his niece, is yeah. it? Yeah, right, two, of them, right. two images two of, of it. Niece? Yeah. That yeah. is absolutely inappropriate. I, I, there's yeah. no other way. Right. I don't care if yeah, she was 18 at the time or 19 or 17. Well, these are the it's same. totally sick and wrong. This is the same Democrat Party, though, Glenn, that thinks it's okay to go to these parades where these <coughs> naked men are walking around and there's six-year-old kids everywhere. That's Unbelievable. the same party. It's just yeah. nuts. This is the same week, to go back to Hunter for a second, too, that Daniel Penny was now charged, right? So yeah. he's being charged, and Outrageous. he's facing mm, manslaughter. You know, manslaughter, years to life in jail. you got to have law and order. If you yeah. don't have law and order, and that's yeah. on every single level, right? We're yeah. talking at high level with the Joe Biden family and the privilege that they have. But you, you've got to have that. Uh, we, we played early, uh, the podcast early in the week. We had uh, DAs, and we've got police officers begging these judges, please, right. like, look at You guys have off. to start. You, we ha- these kids are dying on the streets, and it's the same kids stealing right. the cars. Right? right, and they're killing other people. If you don't have law and order, you don't have a good economic system. And uh, what, uh, it doesn't matter. You can talk about tax policy. You can talk about regulations. If you don't have safety, mm-hmm. you don't have economics. And the proof is, you can look at Buffalo, New York. San you can look at Rochester. We paid millions of dollars for our building, which we're very proud of in the town of Amherst, New York. Right? Why didn't we buy that same building over in the east side of Buffalo? It could have been cheaper. Could have saved us lots of money. Tell you what, our Cash flow would be a lot uh, on a, on a uh, from a net outflow basis. Our cash flow would be a lot better, but it's, it's a safety thing, right? We wouldn't want we we wouldn't want our clients wouldn't go there, our employees wouldn't go there, right? So safety is the key. You have to have law and order, and you can see that now. By, by the way, where are people moving to? Well, they're moving to Florida. Well, we could say it's because of taxes, and that's a huge part of it. But I got to tell you, it's mm-hmm. all about freedom. It's about freedom. Yep. It's about safety. I look at the state of Florida. I'm now saying wait a minute, they're at 50-year lows when it comes to crime. If I'm living in New York City, if I'm living in the city of Buffalo, and I'm looking at crime rates up 50%, and I just had a baby, where do I run a raise? It's going to flow into safety, and usually it's all in one. When people say safety, if you have a good economic environment where you're supporting the police officers, Mm -hmm. you're you're, keeping your tax rates low, it's all one and the same. right? That means conservative thinking, smaller government, support the police officers support the basics mm-hmm. and and allow people to, to do their thing when it comes to running their businesses most of the major storefronts in san francisco have closed so you know we yeah. look at like, like disney la similar right yeah. um uh, it, they're closing walmart down pulling look out at, of chicago look at new york walmart pulling out of chicago look at new york yeah. city the economic activity is being destroyed because of criminality there, and things that are there's, going on there's one grocery store in the city of buffalo <laughs> and they're talking about having difficulties now right. there's rumors that that they're pulling out. Nobody's moving in. Well, why is that? Do they not want to make money? Do they not want to expand? No, of course not. But when you have a winter storm and you have a county executive that says, hey, I think we're going to not have the police officers out in the street and then all these buildings get robbed, I got to tell you no, guys, we're not in the grocery store business, right. but if we were, I wouldn't be saying, ooh, ooh, sign me up for the next building, you know? But they're so, passing laws in certain states that are that they won't allow. In California now, you are not allowed to, to confront a shoplifter. So not not only are the shoplifters not going to be prosecuted, and of course yeah. they know it. So we've all seen the videos where yeah. they're walking in the stores, 
cars with bags, with, and the security officers watching him walk out. That came in with a now, torch. Did you see that in yes, California? Yes, and lit it on fire. Yeah, a torch. Outrageous. Because yep. now some of these places who are still just basically crawling to survive, right? Yeah. Just scratching They've to survive. They've got it behind plastic. He's melting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's melting they it. Have the Seriously. Literally locked in behind plastic, like thick, like yep. gunproof yep. plastic type things. Mm-hmm. So this guy Not just comes, torch-proof. In, comes in with a torch. <laughs> he comes in with a torch. He takes whatever he wants and walks out. It's, it's a total un- joke. Now, here's let me let me put the silver lining out there and transition a little bit and talk about some good news. Guess what's coming down the pipe, right? This I love this. And this is from uh, this is from CNBC. AI is now the biggest spend for nearly 50% of the top tech executives across the country. It's not just AI. There's going to come a time where those 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 that that Walgreens that that had plastic being torched is going to have a robot that goes in the back and and you won't be able to torch anything. It'll no. be you it'll be you go up to the outside, you type in the kiosk what you want, and, and if you don't put your money in or you don't have the card in, That's nothing's right. coming out the brick wall. That's right. right. We're going to get to that. There'll be and, nothing to rob. You won't nothing be able to rob. To rob it. Yeah. But what's going to happen is, and you're seeing it already, you're seeing massive productivity gains just beginning. Yeah. And when I see reports like this, that you know, 50 percent of ex- of top executives are are planning on uh, their AI is being their biggest spend. We're even starting to look at this now. We're looking at AI in ways that we never even well, thought about looking at it before. Well, and we and we and we really are already embracing some of that stuff, 100%. right? Like when you look at our trading capabilities today, oh, yeah. from where we were a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, right? There's going to be people that make all kinds of money from this. I think the misconception, by the way, I get a lot of calls on this. I want the AI stock. And that's sort of a weird thing because it's not about I want the AI stock. It's about how our companies, what companies are going to benefit from this to be able to fill the gaps in productivity, to be able to fill the gaps in labor that they need to be able to make money. Some of the companies that I think that are going to benefit from this the most are not tech companies. You're going to see a retail store. I'll use, I'm, uh, uh, I'm not going to say a name, but I, there's a, a local company around the corner that I buy a lot of like, if we need supplies for the office or whatever, I run over there. I can never get help. You know why? And it's not because they're being mean to me. It's not because they don't like me. It's not because they don't want to help me. It's because they can't hire people. That, that's why. They can't hire people, right? So, but what if we could now shift away, and they're in the process of doing this, no more cashiers. Oh, no, there'll be no more cashier jobs. No, but it could float and allow them to put somebody in an aisle. So when Mike's got a question and I'm walking up and down and I don't understand what, a, what screw I need or what bolt I need, somebody might be able to answer that question. What about self-driving trucks. Oh, no, we're going to lose all the truckers. Well, we're about 500,000 truckers short right now of what we need. Right. So exactly. let, let's just let's do this. Let's come up with the self-driving truck and play a little bit of catch-up. Right. And then when we get to the 500,000 we're short, then we'll worry about whether That's we're right. actually... Uh, we're so far away from that. Right. And there's two, there, there's, and it was said, there's two things you could do. Millions of people on welfare, we could ask them to go to work. Neither party is willing to do that. Seems the easiest yeah. approach, though. That, that would be a great approach, right? Well, like it seemed that way, but we, it's yeah. not. Yeah. We, we, would never, <laughs> we would never be in this position right now in this massive push towards technology if we just asked them to go to work. We refuse to do that. We, Democrats and Republicans. Republicans are in charge of the, the, the checkbook. They've done nothing to fight welfare. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, if you can't do it, if I'm a business owner, I, we're in Buffalo, New York. When's the last time you guys saw McDonald's grow up? When's the last time we built uh, a McDonald's? They only go down. 
That they what, only go down. Yeah, now, do we think the franchise owners just don't want to build? They don't want to make money? Or is it because they can't even fill up the one with labor that they have mm-hmm. that right. they can't afford to take the risk on the next and one? And then they got to pay $25 an hour to yeah. get people there. Let's talk more about this. A great, a great topic. I, I, I do think there's going to be a huge tech boom at some point. It's going to be all about productivity numbers. That's, the gap yep. between the wealthy and the poor is going to get wider. Mm-hmm. It's going to get. There's going to be people that benefit from this. You said it the, earlier in the show. You got a million bucks? You make 5%? It's 50 grand. Milk and cookies went up by a thousand bucks a month. You're still ahead of the game, right? right? You don't have any money in the markets. You don't have any money in real estate and stocks and bonds. You're, You're having a tough time catching up, no doubt. So we got a whole hour to go, guys. We have a special guest coming up soon here, and we're going to finish this conversation about AI technology, hire, the hiring process. I know you guys have, have hired some people. We've hired some people in my department. Um, I also do want to pitch our podcast again Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Hayflick and I on uh, Tuesdays, you two on Wednesdays, and a special interview every Thursday. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN, guys. Feel free to text us, too, 716-817-0716. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys, on Instagram, at FinancialGuys, and on Facebook, at the Financial Guys. This is the place where money meets politics. Whole another hour to go. We'll see you then. The WBEN First Alert forecast calls for humid conditions today under changeable skies with a chance for thunderstorms this afternoon, high 83. Humid conditions last through the remainder of the forecast period with mostly cloudy skies tonight and thunderstorms holding to the southern tier, low 69. We'll have more clouds and sun and a cooler day tomorrow with another thunderstorm, highs are 74. And wet weather continues Monday with showers and a thunderstorm, high 76, before warm but dry fourth, high 82. With the WBEN First Alert forecast, I'm LaTroy Thornton. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. Come from Irish immigrants, black slaves, immigrants from Asia. It's time to talk money. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. The Financial Guys Radio Show. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Here are the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Hour number two here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Guys, I do want to go back to to the uh, jobs and the AI technology. And I, I brought up, I mean, we had to hire somebody in our department last year, and we did five total interviews. And by five, I mean we scheduled five, and we only had two of the five show up. Yeah. This Bidenomics, I'm going to go back to that for a second, that the, the economy is off and running. It's real great. Everybody's going out there and getting jobs. Uh, f- 60% of our interviews didn't show up. Yeah, well, in the, especially in the state of New York, right? Yeah. Again, Mike, you've got two out of every 10 people driving around are on public assistance. And in the state of New York, that's a full-time gig. 
you know, you do have to do some work to really <laughs> maximize the benefits. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's a little bit of work, but you know, you're not you don't have to go to work in the state. So, right. so that's you know that's what's going to happen. And mm -hmm. a lot of these people just sign up. They say they're going to come in just so they can go back and say, hey, look at I'm trying to get a job. You know, I did call the financial guys and tried to get into the insurance it, it, agency. In all, in all fairness, if we were really serious about putting people back to work, like Florida, there's seven weeks of unemployment in Florida. Yeah. We've still have six months in yeah. New York. Well, welfare, mean, by seriously? the way, welfare runs out, maxes out at about 1100 bucks a month in the state of Florida. You've got to get drug tested. Mm -hmm. I, that's fair yeah. to me, right? Yeah. I think you look at, if you've got extra cash, it shouldn't be on dope, <laughs> yeah. right? So, um, you know, and, and by the way, when they implemented the drug testing in the state of Florida, 30% of the people dropped off the off the gig. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, wait a minute. You want you want me to stop smoking marijuana uh, and, and hanging out in my mom's All basement? All right, I'll just oh. go get a job. Fine. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and these are common sense things. We got 30%, by the way, 30% of the welfare checks in New York State are cashed outside the state. But so these are. So it's clearly theft, right? I'm living yeah. in Myrtle Beach. The gig is, is that on a, you. On a beach. You, yeah. give me, you give me your uh, mailbox. The check comes in. You send the check to me. I cash it. I give a little cut back to you. If you don't give me the cut back, you lose your mailbox, right? Pretty obvious. When 30% of the checks are being cashed outside, they could care less. Right. Could care less. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed, I don't know if you guys have on your side, a lot of the companies that we work with on my side, everything is going overseas because they can't find people that will show up to work. I, these insurance companies, I, I love them, but it's getting harder and harder to do business because you can't talk to competent people all day or, or you, you, you know, they don't answer the phones. It takes 25 minutes on hold. That's what scares me about the, what the precedent we're setting. However, I do think that AI may help that problem because then you have people there every day. It's yeah. a robot, but they're there. Yeah, most of these most of these jobs, by the way, when I hear all oh, of America is going to lose the jobs, no, the lot most of these jobs have been outsourced anyways, right? right. It's a as an example as a call center. A call center. Well, I'm calling and I, I can't understand what you're saying anyways, right? Right. So this new AI technology, you'll be talking to a computer. That tech will be brought back here. Mm -hmm. You know, companies don't want to go to China. They go to China because they sell their soul, right? Okay, I'm making uh, coffee cups. I'm holding a coffee cup in my hand. And I can do this at $25 or $30 an hour in America or I can do it at $1 an hour in China. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to China because you know what they're going to do? The minute I show up there, they're going to steal my intellectual property. Mm -hmm. They're going to steal my property. But I have no other choice sure. because I can't compete and sell this coffee cup for $5 a cup. I need to sell it for $1 a cup and that means I need to pay $1 an hour. Well, now with a lot of this AI technology, robots, we do it. The, the jobs will come back to America. If we were smart, we would be even cutting the corporate tax rate even further to make us more competitive because well, we'd have more and more of those high-tech jobs coming back. And that's what America should be striving for, right? We shouldn't be striving to say, we want to be the burger flipper capital of the world. No, mm -hmm. we want high-level jobs. We want our kids educated. We want them to be able to get out. And it, uh, by the way, I, here's my prediction. The jobs like plumbers, electricians, carpenters, man, there's going to be such a huge demand for that. So when I say tech jobs, I'm not saying, oh, you need to be Bill Gates. God forbid. I'm just saying you yeah. need to be you need to be trained in something. Uh, we were talking before the break about you know people aren't taking risks. They're not opening McDonald's because they can't find labor. But if we can fill that gap with labor with robots, do you think these franchise owners are going to say maybe I can open up another McDonald's? And if they do that, they're going to need a real estate agent. They're going to need a plumber, electricians. They're going to need architects. They're going to yep. need you. They're going to need financial planners to Insurance help them with the budget. People. They're going to need yeah. bankers, right? I see, mean, see right there is the concept of supply side economics, yeah. right? 
so, you know, trying to figure out a way to incentivize the suppliers, right, the producers of society, right? Now, the government has been unable to do that because they've been, you know, unfortunately, we've had bad leadership and we've been stagnating since 2000, right? Yep. And so we're not getting that kind of targeted, you know, uh, tax incentives for AI or technology or any of that stuff. I mean, we're, we're just, you know, we're not, you know, we're just floating along. So yeah. if we really wanted to incentivize that, you know, we would do things like, again, lower the tax rates for, 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 the, for the business owners. That means lowering the top marginal tax rate, folks. Guess what? The guy making 15 bucks an hour paying 10% tax break, uh, tax bracket, he's not opening, he doesn't have the capital to go out there and open a McDonald's or That's open right. a Subway or build a business. He doesn't have it. And now the state can come in. This is where I, that we always, I, I hate this crony capitalism in this state. It just drives me nuts. Oh, this state, look, we're going to have a contest. We're going to give a business a, a million dollars to get started. If your business lacks the capital to get started and you need to rely on the state funding to get a business going, that business, 99.9% .9 chance will fail. Yep. And every single one of them has. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times? Times that we've talked about, oh, another Buffalo business fail, you know, the Buffalo <laughs> right. Billion fail, you know, the, uh, every right. every part of that has failed. Every, every part, part of it has failed. A Buffalo right? Billion, every part of that has failed. Right, because every they don't part. have the capital, right? If yeah. you if you're going into it and you guess what? Guess what Glenn and Mike never did? We never went to the state and said, Man, we're gonna get into this contest so we can get this business off the ground. Yeah. And yet it's here the, we are and we own ten different companies. It's the only way the right? financial firm will survive. Because yeah. we it, were well capitalized to, going into it. And, we and, knew how to to, to to build those types of businesses that we were the right people to do it. To your point, there's plenty of venture capital money out there. If you You've got a great idea. If you come up sure. with the next greatest uh, coffee cup, somebody's going to fund that. Somebody's going to sure. say, we can make money out of that. I like 100%. that idea. Let's go for it. You don't need the government. Right. The government, by the way, which is just you know embedded with all these people that have never owned a business, mm -hmm. have no clue. You know, what, right. what would be a good opportunity or a bad opportunity? Mark Polenkars, do you think he would be a good decision maker on, hey, I think this business will survive over this business? Absolutely right. not. These are people that nev have never run businesses. But when we talk about supply side economics and, they, you know, Hillary Licks around, it's been tried, it's failed. It's not, it's not failed. Yeah. In fact, it was a massive success. Yes. Right? And if the, the whole idea here is to incentivize the suppliers of the society that have the wherewithal, the capital, and the business acumen and the drive and motivation. Look, folks, getting a phone call on a Sunday morning because there's a, a leak at the office is not a fun phone call to get, okay? Right. You know, it would, it's just it's hard to run a business. You're never off, right? You don't get to punch out a clock and go home, right? If something happens, the buck stops with you. Yeah. It's not for everybody, right? Yeah. But guess what? If you want to lower inflation, right, if you want to juice the economy, well, then you incentivize the producers of society to produce. And they will. And when they do, prices come down and everybody wins, right? More jobs are created for people that don't want to build a business. Great. The, the, right? The, Fine. The, the America has the everybody biggest. Everybody wins. Uh, the reason America has been successful, free market capitalism and, and allowing people to make their own ideas, right? right. What happens is. And own their property. You know, if, if we told Steve Jobs, okay, you can start your own business, but we're going to take 90% of it, he would have right. never started that business. If we told Bill Gates, who happens to be just, I think, just a disgusting man at this point but you oh, know if God. we told him hey billy you know we're going to take whatever you come up with we're going to take 90 percent of he would have never come up with the operating right. system or right? you're not going to own it yeah right that's the, the key is ownership of it patents, that's right whether it be property ownership or idea yeah. none ownership. of these ideas none of these ideas come out of china ever no, because, well, the Chinese government owns that, though. Ever. So, the, the, you know, it's hard to innovate at the end of a gun, 
right? That's right. What drives innovation is ideas and free markets yeah. and the free flow of those ideas. But the, but what drives people is is greed in a way, yeah. right? Right to be whether it's greed of of, uh, of being recognized as the first or it's usually greed of building a business and money. But you've got to have motivated people to do that, and you incentivize them in certain ways by letting them keep their capital, more of their own money, and not burdening them with overburdensome uh, regulations. Yep. Don't forget, folks, we are a one-stop financial shop, financial planning, wealth management, life insurance, AHIP certified Medicare reps, home and auto insurance, employee benefits, business insurance, certified college planning specialists, and certified Social Security planners. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. We'll be right, at, right back after a short break. Welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show, Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle in studio. I do want to plug an event for our college planning department. We are hosting a can't-miss college application and SAT, ACT prep workshop. It's an in-person workshop for high school seniors. Four-day event starting Monday, July 31st through August 3rd. That's a Thursday. Runs from 9 to 1 p.m., every single day right here at our office and then 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. for the SAT part. Yeah, that Eight, e- that's in the Williamsville office, by the way. Yes. Sorry, but you're yes. welcome to come in from Rochester. Love to see you here. There's a lot of folks. This is, look, you got junior, senior, freshman, sophomore in high school. You should be attending these college planning workshops. 833-FIN, guys. And you can do that on also financialguys.com or thefinancialguys.com slash events, and you can sign up there. Um, do we want to move to New York State for a minute here? Uh, the 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 pizza st- uh, ban, I'll call it the the stove ban. How dare you <laughs> tackling the hard? I like men now. No, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's for the next segment topic we got. That's the that's another New York City topic. Wrong one. Close enough. My fault. My fault. I pressed the wrong one there. We'll go back to that. We'll go back to that in ten minutes. Well. Go ahead. Yes. New York. Not only yeah. did, not only are we going after pizzas, they are increasing all kinds of fees to force you to not drive in the city. I thought oh I thought Biden God. was eliminating fees. No, we're not. The funny thing this. is, Kathy Hochul is celebrating all. She's celebrating yeah. all this. She's like, yeah. oh my God, the idea that people will no longer will be able to drive into the city that will increase the quality of life yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody's complaining about it. That's right. <laughs> Nobody likes it. But, you know, it's the same thing. They're, they're talking about. They're going after. Look at congestion. Look, a hundred, you could have a, you could have, you could burn a coal-fired pizza stove for like a gajillion years, yes, right, <laughs> and you wouldn't produce as much CO two as one flight on John Kerry's private jet. That's right. Okay, this is. To the point of absolute lunacy. Lunacy. Right? They're banning gas stoves. Right. They're ga- banning gas appliances. Now they're going to ban uh, 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 a coal fire. Look, we have a rampant crime in the streets. Right. And they're doubling down Heroin on that stuff. Heroin needles everywhere. Heroin is- Now they want to expunge people's records. I mean, yeah. oh, my God, folks. These Look, people are crazy. If you have the ability to get out of a city or get out of this state, I, yeah. I, I, was, I had I, – normally we say, you know, it's a great community, and it is. Wonderful people. I love it here. But honestly – 
man, I'm telling you, what? if you, I'm telling clients now, if you can, if you can leave, if you, if, you, if your family's here and you're taking care, of, I get it, right? Your 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 nieces, nephews, or elderly parents. Yeah, well, everybody has a reason. And people have businesses here. People have businesses tough. here. Yeah. You can't just. But if you're retired, if your kids are gone, if you're hanging out because you hope things are going to get better, I got news for you, it's not. No. Not in New it's York. It's over the tipping point. It's not. It's, it's not going to get any it's better in New York. So point. either you have to just put up with the fact that things are going to slowly slide into the abyss, or you can hire a moving truck and go to a state like yeah. a Tennessee or a Florida. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell Here's you. Here's the good point. news. This is Kathy Hochul. With congestion pricing, we'll see significantly fewer vehicles in central I'm Manhattan sure. every single day. Mm-hmm. We'll have less noise, less honking, and less gridlock. Yeah. We'll have less air pollution and fewer car crashes. Yeah, less people and less N- economic activity, too. Yeah, that's right. New Yorkers, <laughs> New Yorkers will feel the benefits every single oh, day. Yeah. Well, she's right about a lot of this stuff, right? Less cars because they're, oh, that's a moving truck going to Florida. Oh, okay. okay. Less noise, less honking. True. All less less economic activity. Uh, the uh, the the um, uh, uh, folks will not. Well, they'll be moving. There'll be no more no more rents. There'll be uh, it, you know that's where we're going. Pardon my ignorance, but what is the actual plan to let? Is it seriously to get people out of the city? Like <laughs> yeah, what is to the, force everybody on the mass transit riding bicycles? That's yes. right. That's Which right. is the most frustrating thing right. about New York City because everybody way. wants to ride a subway yeah. where they might be killed by yeah. a beloved street performer yeah. with the track record as long as his arm, right? Because yeah. that's everybody loves getting because you know the chance of you. We have to have a, people are starting to wear like rearview mirrors so we could. Pull Push from the back <laughs> the, out of the, the tracks. The occupancy rates in the in the state or in the city will be. Uh, can you imagine the corporate occupancy rates of the corporate uh, real estate? It's going to be nobody, nobody, nobody. nobody. Uh, I mean, they're talking about trying to move this over from mm. office complexes to uh, um, uh, uh, condos and stuff, but nobody wants to no. live there. Look, and I have uh, I have clients. Um, f- well, I, we saw some, I have some clients that live in Long Island and some clients down in New York City. But one client in particular left New York City. I thought he would never leave. Okay, uh, great guy. He's a true one of. He's been our client for a long time, and, and I, I've known him. My families have known each other for you know since we were little kids, literally. Um, he was in New York City for a long time. He was he was working in the uh, arts community, right? That was his gig. He's got a you know nice apartment there, like a co-op, which is like gold, right? Super cheap. He can rent out, whatnot. I never thought he would say. He said he would never sell. He's like, ah, I'm a city guy. I love the city life. Yeah. I'm never going to sell. Yeah, a lot of people did. It's cool, he sold right? it last year. He sold. He said, "I can't yeah. do it anymore. I'm not. I don't feel safe." Is what it comes down to. He said, "I never in my. I never thought I was. I thought I would own that and pass that on to my. My. You know, never in a million years I thought I would own that forever because it was so right. cheap. Because nope, I'm out. I can't do it. I don't feel. Like, I don't feel like I want to walk out of my apartment and go. How you can't enjoy, look at you might. You might love the city life. I love Chicago. I went to yeah. Michigan State. Spent yeah. a lot of time in well, Chicago. New, New a lot of friends in Chicago. I mean, New York City. We was spent an time awesome in New York City. When, awesome. When Rudy Giuliani was running that Man. city. You You'd go bring you take your family to a show. You'd go to out to dinner. You just to walk around and see the energy and yeah. the buildings and all that stuff. It's all. But who wants to do that? Who wants no. to put their family in harm's way? Nobody wants to do it's that. Crazy. Yeah. Also in New York, an article this week. I don't know if you guys heard this, but um, they cannot fill New York State police jobs. Go figure. Shot. Why would you want to be a police officer in, in New York State? So what they are doing now is they are opening the applications to people worldwide, so anybody can apply to be a New York State police officer. Now, oh boy. we obviously love our police. What we don't want to do is have people in, in New York leaving to go to other departments because we don't care. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I don't want? Yeah. I don't want some, you know, dude from Somalia that doesn't yeah. know our cultures and our rules yeah. beating somebody's head in on the streets because they threw a cigarette or something. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah. I mean, are you serious? Like, uh, what, come uh, on in, you know, whatever. You oh, know. you're an MS-13 gang oh, member? Well, You'd problem. be perfect. What's your, oh, you, you graduated from seventh grade? That's yeah. your top education? Yeah. Come on in. No problem. So oh you're an MS-13 gang member. You might be able to work with the gangs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, we'll work right with them. I got to tell you, just when you think the lunacy in New York couldn't get any worse, the stuff coming out of California is downright frightening. Well, every time it comes out of California, though, it's like, hold well, my beer. They're like, well, they want to do exactly what, what they're doing in California. Well, Everything that happens in California. This, by the way, is from a governor who promised to get rid of the homelessness. And that's, that's what his campaign uh, was. His campaign, Governor Newsom, was, I'm going to get rid of homelessness in the state of California. That's what I'm going to do. So in any other industry, you would look at the results, right? You'd say, okay, uh, how did he do? How did he do? Did, did homelessness get better? No, it got way, 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 way worse. Well, guess what's coming from California then to potentially New York? Because this is going to pass in California, and this is downright scary, folks. Should I save this for the next segment? Where are we in time? Sure. We, got, we, we got three and a half okay. minutes. Yeah, right. we're good. Yeah. This is ABB, or I'm sorry, AB665. That is the bill in California that has now passed the Senate. It because, of course, in California, you have actual sexual predators. I can't think of the guy's name, but I've seen him at parades, you know, shirtless, you know, uh, uh, longingly looking at children. I'll Probably not wearing way. pants. Uh, yeah. It is predicted that it will pass the assembly and Newsom has already sworn to sign it into law. Already, you ready for this? Yeah. 12 year olds will be given the ability to decide if they want to live at home or if they want to go under the care of the state of California wow. and into a shelter. In California, legislators believe that no one under the age of 26 should be interrogated by an attorney because of their prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. <laughs> they have also passed bills stating that vape manufacturers cannot target anyone under the age of 26 for the same reasons. Yet, they are willing to give children the ability to leave home. Children will have the ability to tell a school counselor that they don't feel supported and they can be removed and rehomed without parental knowledge. 12-year-olds also have medical privacy in California, which means parents will not be given a reason but will still be financially responsible. How about this? You come home, and your, little, your son, Billy, 13, is now gone. He's gone. Where is he? We can't tell you. He decided he didn't like it here anymore. He didn't feel supported. What do you mean he feel supported? Well, you didn't buy him the Xbox, but technically we don't have to tell you why. So we're, forget that I told you about the Xbox, okay? He just didn't feel supported here, and he chose to go under the care of the state. But here's a bill, because you're still financially responsible. Oh, that's unreal. By the way, unreal. I joked oh, about this. And by the way, when, when we sex traffic your son or daughter, we'll right. give them back in four years. Guess what else is coming to New York? Right, exactly. They're also trying to pass an exit tax in California. I've joked about this in New York. Yeah. It's, oh, no, it's coming. It's coming in it's California. Coming. No, it's, it's coming. The bill is making its way through the legislature in California. Do they have yeah. a percentage going on that? Or I, don't, there, I don't remember no. what it was, but yeah. there's a proposal. But, the but, this, but this thing with kids is serious, folks. They Look it. They love the kids. They're they going after it. our kids. It, and I've said this before in New York State. It's only a matter of time. They're going they after say, our kids, and they're winning. And they're, they're winning. winning. There's only a matter of time in New York State before they say no more homeschooling. You watch. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to push that, right? You've so, got to be a, quote, accredited right. teacher, or you're not allowed to make the decision on your right. son or daughter. Well, that accredited teacher is going to be, you need to be indoctrinated by some four- or five- or six-year university. Then we'll allow you to be able to educate your own child. You go through this indoctrination program at the University of XYZ, right? 
right? right? Maybe you graduate from that law school that that uh, the, what the girl hates uh, hates America. That yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, SUNY, this, whatever it is. This is, this is this California bill, though, is truly frightening, folks. Ca- so this is, the good news is, is you just got to hope and pray that enough conservatives leave California. The state continues hope, to but this decline. Is your, this is your front runner for the, the Democrat Party for oh, the next president for sure, here. You for know, sure. that's the scary part. For sure. We got to go to a, a quick break, guys. We'll be right back. I do want to tease something on the way back here. We are going to talk about what happened in uh, Amherst, New York this week. A little scary. We all called it. Mark Polencar still doesn't believe it. Uh, if you guess about the week, 833 Finn, guys, we'll be right back. You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad. Or or, 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 or or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... You know, no, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were... There's a man on the moon, or whatever, you know, something. Right on the money. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys radio show here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Happy Saturday to everybody out there. Glenn, I do want to talk real quick before we get into the Amherst, New York thing. It's really frightening how accurate the Babylon Bee has become right. as a satire news source. I'm seeing you know, old headlines they've had, and you bring up that story about the government taking over your children. That is an article that they've had in the past, right? Like yeah. joking, but it's now becoming serious. Right. I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh. I mean, this is, this is Spe- terrible. Speaking of joking, let me back yeah. up just for a second. Yeah. I want to put a plug out to thank all of our listeners last week because I've started, I've, I'm not all the way through it yet, but I have watched part of Soylent Green. So if you haven't watched this movie, by the way, you want to talk about movies and things like becoming real life in the future. Now, Soylent Green, we're not quite there yet, but we were talking about manufactured food last week and how sick some of this stuff is. I'm telling you right now, if I see this stuff in any restaurant that says we're serving this new, you know, cultured, whatever the heck they're calling it, I'm out. I'm not going back to that restaurant. I'm telling all my friends to avoid it. And we need to take a stand on this stuff, okay, because it's not good. Bad, real bad. But the, but everybody sent in like the, it lit up. I don't I don't see the tweets, but you saw or the text message board, but you saw it, Mike. So you were sending them in to me while I'm on the air with Ron. Oh yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm opening them all up, and they're all saying, you know, Soylent Green. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's, so anyway. So uh, thanks to our listeners for uh, we have the best listeners in the world. <laughs> yeah. So I won't I won't spoil the plot of uh, Soylent Green. So go. It's an old 1973 Charlton Heston movie. But anyway, I, I digress. Back to you, uh, Mike. Sorry. So <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the Babylon. Be in, in Amherst. You were talking about. Well, I'm going to go to Amherst next okay. now. So, so we had Glenn. You read this on our our morning show on Wednesday, mm-hmm. but we we received a uh, I don't know if it was like a police. Uh, yeah, somebody posted uh, somebody posted yeah. the police uh, a Bolton basically. Yeah, Bolton. So we had we had a a, uh, a chase in Amherst, New York, and then the vehicles were fled, and then a a foot chase afterwards, and they arrested three people. All three people, by the way, were natives of. Do we know the answer to this? Amherst. South Carolina. No. Uh, Georgia. Uh, no. Lockport. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on. Columbia. Oh. Well, that's in South Carolina. Yeah. Columbia, yes. Uh, not that Not oh. that Columbia. Oh. Not that Columbia. Not that Columbia. Like South America. Like Columbia. South America. Columbia. I yes. see. Yes. Okay. Well, well, the good news is, is so what did they do? They broke burglary. What, what did they do, Mike? It, it, was, a, the, yes, it was a it, long list of stuff they did. Yes, it was a burglary. But I including a lot of stuff we've never even heard of, by the way. Let me pull the bulletin. In here because yeah. now I have the, it. the good news, folks, you're thinking, oh my gosh, they're probably in jail from this long list of stuff you're going to read mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. I would bet they're 
back in Cheek I think that's where we we would put them. Didn't we house them at the Galleria? Is that where they're being housed? And, Diversity and, is our strength. Local local dorms. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The Mark Polinkers. And, and look at I, I'm pretty confident that they're going to get their stuff together and they're going to be doctors, lawyers, well, plumbers, electricians. I mean, obviously nobody has turned them on to the fact that in New York State there's no need to go and break and enter. We'll give you all the money you want. We just need to point them in the direction of the welfare offices yeah. downtown so they have to go and sign up for all the things that they're that's right. entitled, entitled to, to, right? That yeah. they deserve, yeah. right? Yeah. All the things I, that they should, you know. I certainly hope on. they had their Obama phone on them. I'm sure know, they Just did. so they could, you know, make sure they got out of any trouble right away. That's so. right. So this was uh, the first person, uh, Carlos David Shaparo, um, James, it looks like, burglary in the second degree, grand larceny in the fourth degree, conspiracy in the fourth degree, resisting arrest, yeah. obstructing governmental administration in the second, and criminal trespass in the third. That's number one. Yeah. Mm. You have something, Glenn? You want well, to? I just yeah. maybe I missed it, but this happened like Monday. It's like Saturday now. I don't recall seeing this in the news anywhere. No, no. Now, I don't watch no. a lot of news, but I do watch a lot of Twitter. No. And I haven't seen, like, I don't know, any of the TV stations post yeah. anything about this, maybe? or Mm-mm. Maybe I'm maybe I could have missed it. Yeah, I could have missed it. No. I, just to be fair, no, I, I, think don't, I don't right. see it all. But I, I think you're right. I think you have to look really, really hard like the police blotter to find it. So The, the second person, Christian Camilo Garcia Guzman, 33, of Columbia, South America, I almost said South Carolina, is the same charges. <laughs> now, here's the, this is a good one. Joanna Parra Morales, 35 of Columbia, South America. Burglary in the second, grand larceny, conspiracy, resisting arrest. And then it goes to unlawful fleeing a police officer in a motor vehicle, possessing a burglar's tools, Criminal possession of a controlled substance. I wonder what that controlled substance was. That's right. So the good news is, is they yeah. did have some marijuana on them to yes. be able to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, yes. that, that's, yeah. I, mean, I always yeah. feel bad for yeah. these folks. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're out yeah. robbing, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. for survival, should be yeah. fun. You know, they're yeah. they're out. They're probably just robbing for survival. Oh wait, they were out. Ro- oh, they got some pot in them. Okay, well good. at least they were having a good time. Is why yeah. I hate the fact that I'm working and paying all these taxes right. and they're not having a good time. Mm-hmm. And and you you brought. Up, like um, you know, Mark Poland cars and local you know officials. Mark still says there is no migrant crisis. By the way, at no. this time in our community, and we, we're yet. welcoming them. Right, mm-hmm. the media hasn't said a word, and our county executive, who is all for this, has not said a word. No, shockingly, they're, they're all good people. They're all good people. It's mainly women and children. Mm-hmm. Oh no. When you see the yeah. pictures, it's all men, yeah. <laughs> it, it, look, <laughs> mainly. It, it's, it won't be a problem until it's a problem, and it's starting to become a problem, right? So, and the problem is, and I've said this for a while, is guess what? There's illegal aliens and 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 legal migrants and all kinds of people in all kinds of states. The difference is, in places like Florida, the word is out that if you commit a crime, there are consequences to your actions. You are going to serve a jail time, likely. You're going to get arrested. And even more so, if you break into somebody's house, you have the threat of being killed. And that's no joke in Florida, right? And there's nobody gets prosecuted for somebody breaking into their house in Florida. In New York... You're getting uh, what I mean. Let me finish that statement. Nobody gets prosecuted in Florida when somebody breaks into their house and the homeowner shoots them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The 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 uh, the person breaking and entering gets prosecuted. That's right. But not the homeowner. In New York, we're prosecuting police officers. Yeah. That were in the line of duty, having to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's now, what we're doing in New York. Now so the big result of that the is, word is we out. can't get police officers. But right? the word is yeah. exactly, and the word is out, right? So the word is out amongst the criminal community. 
whether they're legally here or not legally here, that in New York, there you can commit crimes with virtual impunity. Yeah. And they know it. And so guess what? You're not going to see this stuff in Miami. You will. But what will happen is they'll go to jail. That's they'll right. be gone. Right? What? Hey, what happened to Marco? Oh, if, you know what? He broke into that house down the street, and they put him in jail for five years. Oh. Uh, and here is go. What happened to Marco? Oh, he broke into that house in Amherst, and I saw him at lunch this morning, or or, or, or breakfast this morning, <laughs> yeah, right? And he, and he sued them, and now owns that house. That That's right. Into. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Glenn, let me ask you. Let me ask you a gun question because this is something that I don't understand about New York. Mm-hmm. Whether somebody's running out of your house or not, mm-hmm. and, and you can't shoot them if they're running, right? Is that the rule in New York? You can't. You, can't, you have to feel as if your life is in danger for severe bodily harm or death. Okay. So yeah, right. if somebody is fleeing your property, you're going to have a really hard time making the argument that you, at that moment of time, you were fearing for your life, okay? So that's the problem in New York. It's it's so very specific. In Florida, you have a stand your ground. I don't have a duty to retreat in, in, in New York. If I'm out on the street, right, and I get into an altercation, let's say I, let's say that I am, I'm carrying and I get into a car accident, ac- you know, accident, it's an accident that quickly turns into a, an altercation, right? Maybe, maybe it's an irate driver. He starts to attack me, I'm, I'm out, maybe I'm out of my car because the window's broken or whatever, and I don't have a safe space to get into, I have a duty in New York to retreat from that situation. I have to do what I can to get away from that situation. In Florida, you don't have to do that. You can stand your ground and defend yourself. But how and do you so, know if they're not well, going to come back? What if they here, come back? Here's the better part, right? We know the results I mean, of all these actions are less people having to do that now, right? If you mm-hmm. look at the state of Florida, mm-hmm. there are less, it's, le- it's not perfect, there's no perfect place. There's no. mentally ill people, all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff, but there's less criminal activity happening in the state That's of right. Florida because of that. I can defend That's myself, right. and they've come right out. Look, you want to smash the windows in a business? If that business right. owner shoots you, that's your own deal. That's so right. guess what they do? They don't shoot. They don't well, that, smash the but windows. But that word gets out. They can, know that. Can I know? play a quick video? Quick. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, this is Captain uh, Umbrino. This is out of Rochester. He's these kids by letting them go within hours of us arresting them in a stolen car because all they're doing is they're getting. They're getting out and they're going and stealing another car. And, you know, unfortunately, tragedies are going to happen when, when you got young kids making bad decisions. So, what you know, can police do instead what of can I mean, police do? aside from the justice? This isn't a police problem. Nope. The police, our job is to lock up bad people, right? It's the court system's responsibility to help that individual, rehabilitate that individual, or punish the individual for bad, bad behavior. So, everybody wants to know what, what are the police going to do about stolen vehicles? You know, we can do what we can do, which is we can arrest people that we catch in stolen cars. Beyond that, it's out of our control. Yes, it's a steering column is damaged in the car, so it's clearly a stolen vehicle. It's the same issue that we get, you know, eight, nine, ten times a day sometimes. <laughs> eight, nine, ten times a day? What we can do is when we arrest these kids, they can, wow. something can happen to them. So yeah, we can deter them from go. continuing the same behavior over and over again. Spot Short out. of that, you know... If there's no punishment when they get caught in these cars, they're going to get out and they're going to do it over and over, over and over again. And over. And so eight, nine times, times, the eight, nine times a day. The, the, the criminal justice system, family court, they need to wake up and they need to start doing something. So we're not sitting here at 6 o'clock in the morning with dead 17 and 18-year-old kids in stolen cars. So that's what needs to happen. The police can't do anything more than what we're doing, which is arresting people in stolen cars. So. That's, that's now it. a. That's all we can do. That's and, now and, a right well, wing position. Right. <laughs> and charity organizations right. are now deciding that's right. that they would rather let children and people suffer 
as opposed to be associated with the right wing because because yeah. we're right wing yeah. and and we believe in law and law order. And order. Yeah. Um, you're a radical. I tell you for those for those that shut down that 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 charity event the Jordan Poyer the yes. Bills, yep. Sickening. Sickening. Uh, I do want something is wrong with you mentally. I want to talk about go that. Go please get help. Yep. Right? Go see counseling, okay? If you you're suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, it's real. Glenn, I want to talk about that when we come back because that is a big deal for Buffalo and it's really sad. Folks, you can get us throughout the week, 833 Finn Guys. One final segment coming to you on this Saturday. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys Radio Show. Mike Lomas, Mike Sparaza, Glenn Wiggle here in studio. Glenn, I want to go back to what you said there um, regarding the Jordan Poyer situation here in Buffalo because that is really sad. It was a it was an event that was going to be held at a Trump course in Florida, uh, Trump Doral, and uh, Buffalo... Somebody, some sponsor in Buffalo uh, made a big stink about it being at a Trump course, and Jordan Poyer had to cancel the event. It only hurts New York, by the way. Yeah. It only hurts us. But it hurts the, uh, the charity foundations yes. that they're yeah. trying to help. I mean, it's just, it's sad all the way around. And these are the same people that are all loving and inclusive. Right. Right. That's right. what yeah. they, they want to just include everybody. Your thoughts and your feelings right. matter. Oh, right. unless you don't think like me. But the right, tell me again how the right wing and the people on the right are mean, how they're evil, right? How we're dangerous, right? How we're the the biggest threat to society, right? (laughs) That's right. Right? But uh, what is wrong with trying you to people? raise money for a charity and Seriously. they back out of it because it's at a Trump golf Look at, course? There's never Sad. in a million years, never in a million years, what I think about. Let's say we were sponsoring something, and I found out that the charity happened to, you know, one of the sponsors happens to be a left wing organization. I wouldn't pull yeah. out. No, that's not right. No. Look at charity is charity. Right. You do charity because you want to help people. That's right. right. Whether it's to, kids that, that's or whatever the, the charity things, is, that's oftentimes that's one of the sickening. things that should be bringing people together. But what you know? is wrong with you? I mean, what is wrong with you folks on the left for doing stuff like this? We were supposed to have somebody call on the show today to plug a charity. Yeah. I'm not going to say which one it was, yeah. but they called and decided that they weren't going to call them because they checked our website, <laughs> and they don't think they should be associated with an organization. Are you serious? Right. We have over a billion dollars in assets under management. We have we have a, thousands of customers in this yeah. community. So what are what's thousands, this? Let me thousands ask this. of listeners that can what, help volunteer right, and benefit right. your charity. What's, yeah. And we have been super charitable. Where I've sat yeah. on the boards of multiple charities. But let me ask you this. What specific policy of the right are you so upset with? That's right. Is it the fact that we are concerned about, you know, babies being killed at nine months as they're coming out? The, is that what you is that right. what bothers you? Right. right. What, is it is it that we is want it, people to keep more of their own money? Is it is you know, it, lower is it taxes? The fact that we want to protect our borders so, right? so kids aren't dying every right. single day of fentanyl overdoses? Is that, is that which the one? By is the way, upsetting we've had, you? We've had family history with some yeah. of us yeah. on this. Program. A lot of yes. all of us. Yeah, yeah. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of us. us. Yeah. All of us here. Yeah. You the most, of course, but you know, everybody has been touched by by fentanyl. All in, in, a, in a tragic way. I mean, yep. it's just absolutely terrible. So I just, I'm, I'm curious, you left wingers that might be listening to this station, uh, those yeah. that might be chair, I would just love to know, please do me a favor, shoot me a message online, go to my website, yeah. just let There's, me know specifically. Give us a top three. Give us a top just, three. Yeah, just one. Just yeah. what, what one policy that I support that is so upsetting to you yeah. that you would decide <laughs> that you're not going to support or, or, or even plug a it, charity for children? Is it the Law and order. Is well, it yeah, that, which, is which that one? the one? <laughs> is it keeping more of our own money? Is it lower regulations? Yeah. What specifically? I would love to know. I seriously. Could be that law and order one. What could is be it? that one. I get it. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. 
The society's way better off when people can just do whatever they I, want. You know what? I bet it's the not mutilating kids. That's yeah. got to be it. That's got to be yeah. it. That, that's allowing 12-year-olds to make a decision whether they want to cut right. off their genitals or not. Because that, that right. seems like a good thing yeah. a 12-year-old be able to make. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a good Is it thing. not letting adult men pee in it. the same bathroom as a, you know as a five-year-old girl? I bet that it's one? not being able to expose yourself to children whatever you want to. Yeah. It's got to be that policy, Could be Mike. That it must be that one. Could got to be. Yeah, got, see? <laughs> got to be. Got to be. There you go, Mike. Good use of the button. That could be the one that's pretty offensive, too. I guess it's that one. It must be that one. And I don't mean to speak for you, Glenn, but I'm sure you would get on a podcast with any of these folks to debate. Absolutely. Oh, oh, any you, any topic, you, yeah. you pick the topic, yeah. any topic, I, you can bring the, any reference material the, you want, the, anybody you want, bring an army, I don't care. The problem is, is we just rattled uh, off a list of why they're mentally ill, right? and they've come on this show. I to prove that very, they're not mentally very ill. Very few of them. They couldn't do of, it. Yeah. <laughs> one of them comes on and says, we would be better off without police officers. That's right. I mean, that's, that's that was really how their brain is thinking. That like, was his like, argument. How do you argue with that? What do you say? Like, oh yeah, okay, we would be better off without police officers. He still yeah. tweets at us all the time with Look, that same it, argument. It's, it's, yeah. it's difficult to debate a turnip, but I am willing to do it. Yeah. I, w- I am. <laughs> I am willing to debate the most ignorant among it's us hard. because guess what? It's, it's, it's and, okay. And by the way, they, they figured out that that's, that's a harmful to them, right? That's why Joe Biden sure. is hiding. Of course. It won't, and by the way, it won't matter who the Democrat candidate is. If, if that candidate, because that candidate's going to have to be a little bit left-wing radical at this point, right? And what they will specifically <laughs> <A little> do, <laughs> well, at least a little bit, at least a little bit. Bit, right, you're not you're not getting the the Kennedy moderate anymore. It's no. just not going to happen, right? You got that in the race. So what? Yeah, they're but, trying to censor him. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly what they're going to do. You literally then, have the Kennedy moderate in the race. And and if it's Kamala Harris or if it's Biden, all they're going to do is try to hide that person because they do not want to debate the facts. They don't want to bring. Oh, you wait. You want to defund the police? Oh, your 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 kid's a crack addict and you they he owes two million dollars in Texas. None of that do they want to get out. So they will hide this as long as they possibly can and not debate. It, the mainstream media goal will go with them because they cannot win on the facts. You cannot win on the facts. That's the that's the, what do you say? Well, I'm all for open borders. I'm all for the high crime rates. I'm all for the uh, the massive amounts of welfare that are going out there. If they if they run on the merits, they lose every. If they run time. honestly, if they run honestly with the results of their policies, yeah, they lose every time. there's no chance. Lose every time. No, if they were to come out and say, "Look, it, we want to be able to take your kids out of your house at 12 and a half years old if they don't like the way you're raising them." That's right. I mean, who's no one's voting for that. No Nobody. No parent on the planet is voting for Nobody. that outside of a liberal nut Nobody. job, right? Especially the Democrat Party. See, they're still clinging to the fact that there's a bunch of people that do not educate themselves on how radical that party is, and they're still part of a union, and they don't, and they and they believe. It's somewhere that these people are going to help them. They believe that they're for the working class man. My dad was a was a Democrat. My mom was a Democrat. My grandpa was a Democrat. We worked in the factory. We're still, and they're clinging to that. And every single time the truth comes out, there's more and more Democrats who go. Wait a minute. I'm not all for naked men walking around six year old girls. I'm not for uh, uh, an adult male being able to pee in the same bathroom as my five year old daughter. Wait a minute. What? Party is that that's that's supporting that agenda? Oh, that's the Democrat Party. Well, that's where I think when you know getting back to immigration for a second, that the Democrats are making a huge mistake because the vast majority of folks coming from South America and Latin America are huge yeah. family people. Well, okay, the, they are pro-life well, and they share mostly conservative values. So the I think that may backfire on them. The calculation which hurt them was. 
we're going to put these people in Texas. We're going to put them in Florida. They're going to vote for Democrats, and we'll actually be able to save, right? Because the yeah. people are leaving New York. Mm-hmm. They're leaving California. Those two states are losing delegates. Florida's gaining delegates. Who? Florida turned from a blue state to a red state. So red, by the way, that you can see the darn thing from Mars at this point, <laughs> right? So to try to save that and shore it up, oh, my gosh, we're going to lose power in New York. We're going to lose power in California. We need to make sure we sort of somehow try to offset that. They did it. But, but genius was, okay, let's ship them up to New York. Let's start shipping them up there. Yeah. And that's when their plan fell apart. But guess what's also happening? In Texas, they elected, uh, I think her name is Flores, Maya Flores. Maya Flores, Is yeah. that right? Yeah. So yeah. a wonderful uh, uh, Latin American conservative. Conservative. Right? Elected yeah. to office by her constituent. I think you're going to see a lot of that. I, I think. By the way, I think you'll see more of that in the state of Texas and I in agree. the state of Florida yeah. because they are turning more red. Right. The misconception was that... The liberals were going to go to these states and destroy it. And that was a big concern, right? We, we talked about that. I remember 20 years ago going, oh, my gosh, they're going to move down there and destroy that state mm-hmm. too, right? I'm going to leave New York because I can't find a job. Why can't you? Oh, high taxes, high regulations, and I'm going to vote Democrat down there. That didn't happen. I'm telling you, the state of Florida was saved. DeSantis almost lost to a crackhead. He almost lost to a crackhead. Yeah. And then we a better candidate. I'm not saying a great candidate, but a way better candidate. I mean, uh, and then he he shellacks him. Well, why did he do that? Well, it's because so many people left the state of New York that think like the three of us, Mm -hmm. and now they're voting down there. And they show up to vote because they want to protect that. They didn't feel like they had a vote in New York. They were so sick and tired of it. My vote's worthless. I've been fighting. You know what? You take it. You take New York. You do what you got to do with it. It's going to go bankrupt at some point. These idiots will bankrupt it. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we've saved the state of Florida. Real quick, 30 seconds each. Way, one, well, sorry, yep. one last thing. At some point, <laughs> by the way, and here's my prediction, is you know we all looked at these maps over the years. I remember when Obama won and looking at that map and thinking, oh, my gosh, there's way more red than blue. How did he win? Well, it's because that's the way the system's set up, right? New York's worth so much. California's worth so much. You win those two states, it's really hard to overcome that. That is changing. And the opposite could happen where we win Texas, we win Florida. The rest of the country could be blue, and you go, how did the Republicans win? Oh, that's because Florida and Texas are now worth so much. So as we continue to see this shift, and it's like a big Titanic that's really difficult to move and, and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and turn itself around, but as it's doing that, I'm confident America will figure this out. Do you take any stock, I'll say 15 seconds each, in the Republican primary polls right now, DeSantis fading a bit, Trump going ahead a bit? No. And do you have any issue with the infighting going on between both of those camps? Well, I think some of the infighting is a little bit over the line, honestly. I think they'd be better off turning. You can easily say, you know what, while I respect X candidate, I think my policies are better and I'm better suited while attacking the Democrats and their policies. But I do think some of this is positive. I think they need to slug it out when it comes to ideas. Right. and policies, not when it comes to calling people names. Yeah, I think the other thing, too, is we've we've had that forever, right? So I love the fact sure. that we've never had fighting like this. Oh, they please. used to shoot yeah. each other at the <laughs> Capitol. Yeah. Seriously. Literally, they used to yeah. shoot each yeah. other. Like, yeah. they'd go outside and draw their guns. play right? about that, remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not buying it, and I think the slugging out is what you do in these primaries, so when you get yeah. to the general election, like, okay, that's old news. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's true, so, too. I, I, and it, you know what? You can't take any stock in any of that stuff. And the first time around, Trump was never even going to be... Even close to being the candidate, and yep. he won the election. So, 
Folks, thanks for listening today. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle in studio. Don't forget about our three podcasts, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and our morning show, 8.15, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which is also archived, so you can get our daily morning brief every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. One last breaking news, by the way, earlier in the week. The Supreme Court ruled that Harvard and UNC race-based affirmative action programs are unconstitutional. That's a big win for the conservatives. Folks, we will be back next Saturday at 1 p.m. on the Financial Guys Media Network. Thanks again for joining us. Happy Saturday.